in the Durban region, the time for Isha Azan has been at four minutes after eight. Well, do remember that on the airwaves of Marqa Sahaba Online, voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, you will hear the Isha Azan at 9 p.m. Well, Mufti Saab's email is akhussein at gmail.com and the website is muftiakhussein.net and Twitter at akhussein. Do remember, your messages must, must come through us for those of you that are in South Africa, 084-786-3132, out of the boundaries of South Africa, plus 27-84-786-3132. We commence by welcoming Mufti Sahib onto the program as well as the directors, sound engineers, and the esteemed Nisna Marka Sahaba online, voice of the Ahadu Sunnawal Jama'ah, simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Rand as well as on Radio Al-Ansar. Mufti Sahib, Assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and Jazakallah khairan for joining us this evening. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekum al-afiz wa adi jazakallahu khairan. I mean, Mufti Sahib, this is the second time that Mufti Sahib was about to say Maulana, I see. Inshallah, one of your sons will become Maulana, Inshallah. Mufti Sahib, we go to Surah number 7, that is Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah number 155, the ending of that Ayah, and we kindly request Mufti Sahib to speak to us about this particular Ayah or this particular Dua, Mufti Sahib. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so Israel's foreign minister demands Brazil president apologize for anti-Semitic incitement. All nonsense that what he said was 100% the truth. We support President Lula. EU countries call for immediate humanitarian pause in Gaza, says EU's top diplomat. You remember that the people, children are passing away and you must see the messages I sent out today that non-Muslims are writing that animals also never did what this Israeli government and Jews and Jutlas are doing. I sent out on X they worse than Khinzirs and swines also. Brazil calls back ambassador in Tel Aviv hours after he was reprimanded by Israel. So it shows that big problems going on between Israel and between Brazil. Two draft laws that could bring down Netanyahu's government. Stop playing politics with genocide. You see that? So everybody knows it is genocide. You must remember this. And tourism to atrocity sites expose the lies Israel tell themselves. Now this is, I'm reading from Haaretz newspaper. So imagine that they themselves are admitting that the lies they say, the propaganda they make and so forth and so on. 
1.7 million Gazans fled their homes. They have nowhere to return to. So why has Britain become such a hub of anti-Jewish hate? Because your, your Prime Minister, the idiot, and Sunak, you must remember, is 100% pro-Israel. So therefore, when you speak like that, then there must be some resistance and opposition. Israel's decision on Ramadan's prayer, they say they'll limit the people to go for Ramadan to Aqsa, is a farce. It could end in tragedy. So remember that here yeah, it says gaslighter-in-chief. What are they calling him? Gaslighter-in-chief, meaning everywhere he just makes fires. Netanyahu sows division by preaching unity. So he's saying that he wants unity, but remember there's no unity and so forth. Knesset narrowly votes against expelling MK, member of the Knesset, for his support of ICJ case against Israel. So remember, very good, you say you are the only democracy there, so you must remember that, give everybody the chance to vote as they want to. Gaza war hits Israel economy with steep 19.4% drop in the fourth quarter of 2023. I must read that again. Gaza war hits Israeli economy with steep 19.4 drop in the fourth quarter because now October, November, December, so that was October 7, so of 2023, so almost 20% drop in the economy. So you must remember Israel is reeling, whether it be militarily, whether it be economy, whether it be, you must remember, Tourism, Aliyah, Aliyah is the Jutlas, Haramis from different countries come and settle there in Palestine, occupied Palestine. And that person today, I sent it out, they say we must never call it Israel, we must call it the Occupied State of Palestine, OSP, the Occupied State of Palestine. And we agree with that as well, and therefore I tell you, you must call it Occupied Palestine. So yes, Avisab, you wanted to know about the dua and so forth and so on. So let us go to the dua. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, in the Noble Quran, teaches us so many du'as, and here we find the du'a, and this is about the Musa, alayhi salatu salam. So you must remember, he said, Tudillu biha man tasha, wa tahdi man tasha. Ya Allah, you lead astray whoever you wish, and you guide whoever you wish, Ya Allah. Antawali Yuna, Ya Allah, you are the one that you are our protector and forfillana and Ya Allah forgive us Warhamna and then you envelope us in your mercy Wa Antahirul Ghafirin and Ya Allah you are the best one to forgive. We know the 15th night of Shaban is coming as a bonus for this Ummah, a precursor and introduction to the month of Ramadan. So in most countries of the world, it will be Saturday night. In South Africa, Southern Africa, Mauritius and few other countries, it will be Sunday night, this coming Sunday night, will be Shabe Bara'at, Laylatul Bara'a, Laylatul Nisfim in Shaban. 100% we, the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, believe it is 
an auspicious night. Those of you who know Arabic, go and read the Silsila Ahadi Sahiha, the Encyclopedia of Sheikh Nasruddin Albani, Rahimamullah, Volume 3, and Hadith number 1144. You will find a wonderful academic discussion there regarding the auspiciousness and the Hadith is Sahih, and he has evaluated it. So this is a big smack in the face of the Salafis. They are the ones in the Haram Sharif, Makkah Mukarramah, I heard the Imam saying many years ago, he said, nas, the people have made this up for here, Bid'ah Munkara, it is Bid'ah and so forth. And he passed away, so I don't want to take his name. But remember, they also very short-sighted sometime when they passed their verdicts and so forth. So 15th night of Shaban is an auspicious night, big night, and we all should go and make our own ibadat and so forth. So inshallah, Allah forgive us. But there are conditions also attached to it. People who have malice, rancor, hatred, people who are involved in jadu, people involved in khamar, alcohol, drugs, people who are disobedient to their parents and so forth, they will not be forgiven, remember that. And similarly, we must remember non-Muslims will not be forgiven. People who are committing zina, fornication, adultery will not be forgiven. All this you want to see, go open the masterpiece book, Mada Fi Shaban, what are the events and importance regarding Shaban by Sheikh Muhammad bin Alawi al-Maliki. So, mashallah, he gave me the book personally, excellent book, masterpiece, so Mada Fi Shaban, you can just Google it, and you will find it as well for those of you who know Arabic, and all the references are mentioned there. So, Allah, Jalla Wala, give us tawfiq, we cleanse our hearts and purify our minds and so forth we should take the initiative and go and ask people for forgiveness people are sending me message forgive us and so forth from our side everything forgiven and we ask you also for maaf and so forth and so on but that does not mean we're going to compromise on the sharia if any person organization does wrong then definitely we call them out and so forth our deen our islam is the most precious of thing we have and that is what Allah has given us Islam and Iman so that is what we have to treasure and protect and preserve at all times all places so we must not confuse the issues Allah Jalla give us tawfiq this person says I have a lot of regrets in my life the way I treated my teachers and other seniors I did seek their forgiveness but I can't get over this please advise as this is consuming me Mufti sir. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. You need to do three things. One, ask Almighty Allah Jalla wala, for forgiveness. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfil lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. The dua our spiritual father, mother, read Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam, Sayyidah Hawa radiallahu anha. And they are our spiritual parents, Adam and Eve. And the dua they read after making a mistake, Anbiya alayhi don't commit sins they can make a mistake so remember and they taught us the dua that is a sign for the children of Adam chapter 7 verse number 23 surah araf chapter 7 verse 23 oh beloved Allah we have wronged our souls ourselves if you don't forgive 
forgive us. Watarahamna and you don't have mercy on us, we will be in failure, we will be in disaster. So that is what is consuming you. Read that. Secondly, those teachers who are alive, Muslim, non Muslim, you can contact them today. It's so easy via SMS, via WhatsApp, via email and so forth. And tell them I implore you, please forgive me from the bottom of your heart and so forth. If you are sincere, they will forgive you. And if they pass away with Iman and Islam, then make dua for them. Which dua are you going to make for them? So, Rabbana Gfilli Wali Walidiyya Walil Mu'minina Yawma Yaqumul Hisab Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents and the believers the day the reckoning is established. Second one, every day give out charity, one rand, fifty cent, two rand, whatever you can afford, and say, Ya Allah, this is Sadaqah Jariya on behalf of my teachers who passed away with Iman and Islam and so forth. So that are the hukuk and the rights, then you will feel much better as well. Your guilty conscience is getting the better of you. Well, ismu ma sadrik. What is the definition of a sin that Mustafa explained? Remember that. So open Mishkar Sharif, open Mustafa Ahmed and so forth. Sin is that it agitates your mind. It works on your conscience. Well, ismu and you dislike the public the masses to go come to know about it so remain positive and inshallah Allah Jalla is of forgiving Describe the next query that has come in this person says they've got so many qada fasts and unfortunately they're not going to make it by the time Ramadan commences what's Mufti Saab's advice? All the whole 11 months you had, now you woke up in Shaban and you say you got 100 fast, you got 80 fast. So obviously it's a major, major sin. If you pass away like that, you pass away as a major sinner. Yeah, Allah forgive you. That's his prerogative. So start tomorrow now. So start fasting as many as possible. Leave out all the sunnah fast and nafil fast and so forth. And start keeping your qada immediately. No delay and so forth. Every day and make the intention intention at night. So you make your intention now, Ya Allah, tomorrow I'm keeping qadha fast, the last one that I must, then every day you just say last one, last one, last one and you continue. So remember now till Ramadan and then after Ramadan, after Eid, then again you start with your qadha and so forth and so on because you must remember you must the fast because of laziness and negligence. So there is no question of fidya and so forth. Fidya is only a applicable for two categories of people, people who are so old and advanced in age وَأَلَلَّذِينَ يُتْرِقُونَهُ فِدْيَةٌ تَعَامُ مِسْكِينَ Surah 2, Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 184. So all Allah says, if you don't have the taqat, the strength, the energy, stamina to fast, you must pay fidya, pay compensation. 40 rand for this year now, you know things are expensive, so 40 rand per fast you have to pay, and in that way there for those people who cannot fast now or in the future at all till they die or a person is marizu daim that perpetually chronically terminally all the time that person is ill so remember for him or her so then also fidya is compulsory but a lady who's pregnant a lady who's breastfeeding a lady who's like that so then remember qadha is compulsory fidya will not suffice in those cases 
this, this compensation will not suffice. So we need to know exactly when it is permissible. So you, brother, sister, what you are saying, Islamic is a very, very feeble excuse, remember. Now you wake up and say that, no, I got so many qadafas. Well, why you didn't fast in 11 months and so forth? All laziness. So that is a serious offense. So start immediately with the qadha tomorrow. Sahib, how does one go about with the sajda tilawa and what do you recite in that sajda tilawa? Remember that as we come closer and nearer to Ramadan Mubarak, so people are worried about the Quran Sharif, the sujood, sajda tilawat, and remember all these issues. So let us give you some masail, some laws regarding sajda tilawat. Question number one, how many sajda tilawats are there in the Qur'an? Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal says 15, one five. All of them you should perform. Imam Shafi says 14, so it means he's omitting leaving out one. So which one he leaves out? The one in Surah Swat, where the story, incident, episode of Nabi Dawood alayhi salatu salam is mentioned. So he says that this sajda is shukr. So therefore, there's no sajda tilawat there. It is is a prostration for gratitude and thankfulness to all Allah. The Hanafis say, you must remember, they also say 14. So they also omit one, the second sajda of Surah Hajj. Remember that, that is Surah chapter 22, verse number 77. So they said this sajda is for Salat, for Namaz, and not sajda tilawat. And that's how they get 14. And remember the Maliki say 11. So they also say, like the Hanafis, you must leave out the second one of Surah Hajj. And Surah Hajj is the only Surah chapter in the Quran with two Sajdai Tilawat. Hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmad, Fuddilat Suratul Hajji, Bisajdatain. So Surah Hajj has got two Sajdai Tilawat. Anyway, Hanafis Maliki say you should not perform the second Sajda. And the last three Sujood and Sajdai Tilawat, he says, leave it out. Surah Wan Najmi, Ida Samaun Shakat, Surah Alaq Iqra Bismi. So imagine, Subhanallah four schools here, everyone got their own verdict and we say inshallah all are correct meaning everyone have got some dalil and some evidence and so forth so in Islam we can have multiple truth as well, there's no problem what is the verdict regarding Sajdai Tilawat for the Qari and the Sami Qari the one who read it and the person who heard it, Hanafi say it's wajib, compulsory you must do it immediately or anytime in future, that's compulsory if you die and you did not perform it, then Mata Asimun, the person died and is a sinner. According to Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanbalis, upon the Qari, the reader, and the Sami, to perform and observe the Sajda Tilawat is Sunnah. So if you did it, great reward. You didn't perform it, there's no sin upon you. That is the verdict of the Shafi'is, Maliki's, and Hanbalis. Third one, when we go into Sajda Tilawah, so remember what should we be reading. So for Sajda Tilawat. So most people today just read Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. So that is permissible, but not Sunnah. For Sajdai Tilawat, there's a special dua. I gave it to you all a hundred times. We recorded it, sent it out, and so forth, and so on, on various occasions. You can record it now also. And we will send out the podcast. My brother Lukolo is here, inshallah. He will prepare it. 
And then you can by heart it, memorize it. It's right in the beginning. So remember that first 20 minutes or so. Sajada, both these ahadith are mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif and both are hadith is sahih, authentic hadith, and both allude and refer to Sajda Tilawat. All you imams, all you hufaz, just go Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, that's wrong. You must pause, give, read, you also should read, and give the people chance also to read. All this rushing and just having a race and Formula One and so forth in Tarawi, not acceptable that. Sajada wajhi lilladhi khalaqahu. My face, my anatomy, my body went into sajda prostration for the supreme being who created us. Fashakka sam'ahu wa basarahu bihawlihi wa quwwati. And then he blessed us with the faculty of hearing and seeing what is might and power. So that is the first dua. Second dua in Tirmidhi for Sajda Tilawat, four parts to it. Allahumma maktub li biha indaka ajra. O Almighty Allah, you record for me in lieu, in exchange of the Sajda, a reward. Wada'anni biha wizra. In exchange of the Sajda, remove my vices and my sins. Waj'alha li indaka zukhra. You know people, they have inshore, offshore accounts and what have you. وَجْعَلَهَا لِي إِنَّكَ زُخْرَى Ya Allah, the sajda, make it for me day in the year after, a treasure for me day by you in the year after. Whenever we accomplish and do good deeds, then in the ending, beg Almighty Allah for qabuliyat and acceptance. وَتَقَبَّلَا مِنِّي كَمَا تَقَبَّلْتَا مِنْ أَبْدِكَ Dawood. Ya Allah, accept it from me as you accepted it from Nabi Dawood alayhi salatu salam. Chapter number 38 and verse 24. Some ulama say verse 25 is the sajda. So that's an academic discussion. So remember that these are the sunnah du'as. Ramadan ki tayyari. So this is Ramadan preparation. The du'as we should be reading iftar time, after iftar, after the witr salat, at suhoor time, and in sajda tilawat. So inshallah tomorrow or Wednesday I will record it and we will play it on Marcus Sahaba during the intervals and so forth so that you get accustomed to it, you remember it, and you put it into practice also. Fattabi'uni. So if you really love Almighty Allah, follow me, Habibuna Rasulullah immaculately. Yuhbibkumullah, you become the beloved of Almighty Allah Jalla Zunubakum, and Almighty Allah will forgive you your sins. <clears throat> Can cupping be done whilst in a state of fasting? If a person is fasting and he does cupping, whilst he's fasting on his hand or back or whatever, so only Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah from the four schools say that the fast will be broken. We asked Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah, what's your dalil, jib dalil? So he said, after al-hajimu wal-mahjum. The person who does the cupping and upon whom it is done, both of them the fast breaks. But majority scholars, the Malikis, the 
Hanafis, the Shafi'is say no. So you must remember that the fast is valid, but is not encouraged. Because when you remove the blood and take out blood, you tend to feel weak. Therefore, when you donate blood also, you will see they keep juice there, they keep a basket there. Badal halal. You should then replenish what has left your body. So the fast will be valid, but is makru and dislike to do that. Unless there's some real need, necessity, then it's different. But your fast will be valid. And the ahadith and all that which Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal and him are quoting, remember that was the initial stages and afterwards it became mansukh and abrogated, cancelled. So therefore, there are books you must try, you ulama students get. Al-Masailu Lati in Faradabiya Shafi'i Duna Ikhwatihi where Imam Shafi'i is alone and Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad bin Ambal on the other side by Ibn Kathir Rahimahullah. Al-Fathu Rabbani ala Mufradati Ahmad bin Hanbal Shaybani and where Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal is alone and the other three schools on one side remember that so alhamdulillah I have these books there so you will find this type you eat camel meat so Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal say your huzu is broken majority scholars say no the huzu is valid but that hadith means that it is better to make huzu but not compulsory to make huzu this evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies solely and only for the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do remember the WhatsApp number for your questions is 0847863132. That's if you're in the boundaries within South Africa. And those of you out of the boundaries of South Africa, it's plus 27847863132. We continue after the break. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And continuing with uh, tonight's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies solely and only for the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just a reminder, Mufti Sahib is going to be visiting Durban and surrounding areas from Wednesday the 6th of March. Mufti Sahib is going to be delivering the discourse, the lecture in Phoenix at Masjid al-Saddam, that's the Sunford Masjid after Maghrib. Thursday the 7th of March, Mufti Sahib is going to be in Chatsworth at the Iqbalia Masjid, that's Unit 2 program after Maghrib as well. Friday, the Juma discourse, the Juma lecture is going to be at Masjid al-Taqwa in Sikau Lake. Friday the 8th of March, uh, Mufti Saab in the evening, that's after Maghrib, is going to be at the Masjid in Tongat, and that's the Anjuman Islam uh, Juma Masjid. And uh, that's actually the Anjuman Islam Juma Masjid in Railway Street, Tongat. And then on Saturday, the 9th of March, Mufti Saab is going to be in, in, in Spingo Hills, the program after Maghrib. And that program, Mufti Saab, I think is going to be focusing and um, advising the Hufas or those that will be leading the Tarawih Sada. Mufti Saab? Barakallahu feek of his wadi for being the coordinator as always for all these programs. But inshallah next week. So remember that on Wednesday 28th of February we will be in Port Elizabeth, Eastern Cape inshallah. So there at the Darulum, that Masjid Abu Bakr so there will be program after Maghrib. And then Thursday night after Maghrib we will be there in Queenstown inshallah. So Masjid Muhajirin I think is the name. So there we will be there 
there and then inshallah the first of march so that friday will be there also in queenstown and then on friday night inshallah we will be there inshallah at the beacon bay masjid in east london so that's friday night and then saturday morning also we will be there in east london so i sent it out all the pamphlets and posters and all that and the inshallah after that the following week will be the durban tour so yes it will be to do with pre-ramadan a pep talk everywhere inshallah to get us all motivated every day we charging our phones so now we have to charge our batteries for ramadan what is the meaning of ramadan Ramadan means tahriqu zunub to burn the sins to incinerate it O Muslim O Muslimah don't wait till Ramadan comes start burning the sins now immediately so that is the condition of a true Muslim why must we wait till Ramadan we don't even know we will see 15 night of Shaban or not so immediately let us start incinerating and burning our sins Allah Jalla Wala grant us to I mean, Mufti Sahib, is it permissible to read the Ishraq Sada and the Chas Sada one after the other? Remember that, let's just give examples now, right? So we say that 6 o'clock, you must remember, is sunrise. This is an example. So then 6.15, you read Ishraq Salat, two rakats, and then immediately after that, you read another two rakat with the intention of Salat duha and Chash Salat. It's all permissible. There's no problem with that. According to all schools, you must remember that. And if you have a lot of time, so then you read Ishraq Salat at 6.15, two rakats, Cards, four cards, and the reward you get for the two cards, you read Fajr on time, and then you engage yourself in ibadat and so forth. Then Umratun wa Hajjatun Tamah, Tamah, Tamah. So, mashallah, you receive the reward of a complete, maximum, optimum reward of Umrah and Hajj, Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. And if you read now, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock, Salat to Duha, Chash Namaz, 2, 4, 6, 8 cards. Allah blesses that person with a palace day in Jannah out of His grace and mercy. But if you combine it, remember that totally permissible. There's no problem with that. The ulama, some of them, or people, awliya, ullah, or others are working. They got so much work. There's no time during the day. So you combine it one after the other, totally permissible. And if you want to know the fiqhi terms, so you must remember that the Ishraq Salat will be called Dahwatul Sughra and the Salatul Duha will be called Dahwatul Kubra. So these are all now legal legal jargons and so forth. If you know it for students, I gave it an ulama. And if you don't know it, don't worry about it. Mufti Sahib, is it true that just before Maghrib, one should close the doors and windows of the house because shaitan and a jinn enter the house at this time or is this lal book stories, lal kitab stories, Mufti Sahib? I think this question is coming now two, three weeks consecutively. So you must remember that it's so hot nowadays so if you leave the doors and all that open, it's fine. There's no problem with that. But the children, you must bring them indoors. Remember that hadith sahih, authentic hadith in Bukhari Sharif. 
kana janhu layl when the night is approaching now you know that sunset is for example quarter to seven i'm just giving an example so from 6 30 onwards 6 35 get all the children in why bring your children four five six seven years old and so forth indoors at that time the satan shaitan and them are all spreading around prowling the roads and the gullies and alleys and then the waswasa whisperings of shaitan gets hold of such people and children so that islam teaches but make sure you lock your doors and all that you know in south africa too many chorwans too many crooks and criminals and so forth so there's no must about it remember yes before you sleep then you must ensure that you close your doors cover your you understand dishes and so forth utensils switch off your lights and all that so that is what islam teaches us all this business you must remember otherwise the shaitan come and the, the shaitan can come anytime inna shaitana yajri minal insani majraddam habibuna rasulullah sallallahu sallam said how the blood flows through our veins remember the shaitan also goes through our veins and so forth is only almighty allah who protects us read a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem keep stay in the state of hudu and la yahfuzad la yuhafidu alal hudu illa mu'min only the true muslim he will stay in hudu and ablution as far as possible authentic hadith in ibn majah so read aitul kursi ak255 and so forth the satan shaitan lucifer and them take flight and they all run away this person wants to know what is the tafsir of the ending of ayah number 44 from surah ma'idah surah number 5 Almighty Allah Jalla Wala uses three different terms. When you don't pass the verdict according to the laws of Almighty Allah, kafirun, they are non-Muslims. They are the Zalims, oppressors, turnpot dictators. Fasikun, they are the people remember that the Fasik and transgressors. So all three of this have the same meaning in this sense. You got Muslim countries, Arab countries, deliberately they will ban the Islamic law and they will choose the non-Muslim law. So people like that, 100% kuffar. You must remember that that one is you consider the Islamic law inferior and you consider al-qanunul wad'iyya, the man-made law to be superior. So that's kuffar, 100% kharijun anil millah, you go out of the fall of Islam. Yesterday or today or day for yesterday, in this week, past two, three days, I sent out Sheikh Salih al-Uthaymin rahimahullah to write the Allama normally. So you must remember they asked him, what is the law of people who sell alcohol, display alcohol, and so forth. So he said that they are the people who have mustahil, that they considering it to be halal, and so forth. So faqad kafar, they are out of the fall of Islam. So you look at countries like Dubai and Bahrain and Emirates and Saudi Arabia, all 
the kufar laws they have introduced and so forth, bikini beaches and cinema and all that, and saying, telling the people is halal and so forth. So you must remember, 100% kufar, as far as MBS, MBZ, and all these tenpot dictators, for ulaika mul kafirun, for ulaika mul zalimun, for ulaika mul fasikun. So that is 100%. We got no doubt in that. You must remember this. Second one is this. You're not implementing the Islamic law, but you believe the Islamic law is the best and so forth, but it's your weakness or this outside pressure and so forth. So that person will not be a non-Muslim, but he'll be a Farsiq, Fajir, and a major sinner, but he will still remain as a Muslim. So either you consider it inferior or either you reject it totally. So in those cases, remember, you're out of the fall of Islam or you consider the haram laws, abortion, prostitution, all these type of things, that to be permissible, then also you go out of the fall of Islam. If you take Muslim countries today and Arab countries, very few you will find that where the governments are really Muslim, they all use Islam. Now Iran, the Islamic Republic of Iran, but every second, third person is making muta and prostitution. Khomeini writes in his book, you can make muta for one hour. So what Islam are we talking about? You cursing Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Aisha, Sayyidina Hafsa, Amir and Muawiyah. So what Islam are we talking about? So Pakka Kafir, non-Muslim they are. Islamic Republic of Pakistan. So not Pakistan, you must say. So you must remember this type of things there. That the Choroki Hukumat, everything is crookery and corruption and so forth. So that, that is what you have today. That is the sad reality. We can't be pushing everything under the carpet. So such leaders, definitely non-Muslim, and they got nothing to do with Islam. This person says that an engaged couple where the male visits the female, they're in the house of the female while her parents are present, but in different rooms in the house. What's Mufti Sahib's What's the Islamic viewpoint on this, Mufti Sir? Totally haram. So you must remember that engagement don't mean it's a license to go there and start chatting and talking to your fiancé and fiancé and all these type of things. And remember when this engagement is done, you call it khitbah, with the kasra, with the zair, on the kha, on the khe. And when the nikah is performed, you call that khutbah. So after the khitbah, you should have the khutbah quickly. For that reason, you must remember why. Wala taqrabu zina. Do not even approach and go near fornication, adultery, and so forth. Innahu kana fahisha. It's something obscene, indecent. Wasa asabila. A horrible, terrible path. So even though the lady, the girl's father, mother, and the mother, still is not permissible. Now you'll be talking, laughing, joking, all that with her. Since when all that is permissible, so you must remember that. You see, that's the point I just made now. You must remember that today, the Muslim today, majority, you can say, they consider the Islamic law to be inferior and they consider Western law, man-made law, other law to be superior and so forth. But when you look at the wisdom and the consequences, then you will understand why Islam Islamic law is always the best and anything that opposes Islamic law, chapter 5 verse 50, 50, all Maitya Allah calls it 
they looking and searching for the laws of ignorance so all these laws man-made laws and constitutions not worth the paper on which they are written and so forth so they jahiliya remember that they'll take you back to the laws of ignorance and the time of ignorance and so forth so therefore all that haram get married brother immediately and before Ramadan or in Ramadan or in Shawwal Ramadan Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha Sayyidina Ali the nikah took place in Shawwal Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu nikah took place with Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha so all these examples are there and your parents also you became be sharam be ghayrat you know without shame and modesty how you allow your daughter and your future son-in-law that they must smooch one another that they must talk one another you're not going to police all the time so when they're alone what you think is you know start fiddling or not with your daughter obviously you'll start fiddling you will start smooching doing a lot of things with her and so forth and the parents turn a blind eye our Mawana Qasim Sema, Rahimahullah, you know, we had a lot of students from Cape Town and that. He said that you mustn't always complain about the students to me. Sometimes you must connive. So I had to go check that word up in a dictionary, you know. Mawana Sema's English was very good for an old person. He was born in 1920. He passed away 2007, you know, 87 years old, 90 years old, Islamic day approximately. So then in Urdu they say, Kabi Kabi Chashampo sometimes you might just make like you didn't see it like you know connive so yeah the parents are conniving it's haram to do that you must remember for you for your daughter and for your son-in-law and so forth so definitely not permissible <clears throat> is Hazara a good name to keep Hazara so if okay. you Hazara and I depends now how you want to pronounce it and say it Hazara if you mean Ha Dwad and Ra, Hadar, from the word Hadir, present. So then it's fine. You must remember, you say, Hadara, I'm ready, I'm present, I'm prepared to do all the laws of Islam, like how we say, when we're in the state of con- consecration in Ihram, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik, I'm ready, I'm prepared, Ya Allah. Whatever you say, I will do, willingly, lovingly, sincerely. You say, walk, I walk. You say, run, you run. You say, sleep on the land, on the sand in Muzdalifa, willingly I do. So yeah, also, if you say hadara like that, so it's fine. You can keep that meaning. But the problem I personally will have with names like this, the people won't pronounce it correctly. First of all, the ha, then the dwad. You must remember that who's going to pronounce hadara and so forth and so on. Very few people will pronounce it correctly. So choose simple names and all that. Inna kum tud'awna yawm al-qiyamah bi asma'ikum wa asma'i abaikum fa ahsinu asma'akum. Tomorrow on the day of justice, you will call by your name and your biological father's name not adopted father and stepfather and all and hence you must choose well very good names that names will have a positive impact upon you and so forth and people can pronounce it properly Abdul Qadir Hussein Wadi and Ahmed Muhammad for a girl you take Nabi Sallallahu honorable wives beloved daughters and so forth so look for such words you must remember that or if you want some names, Nafi for a boy, Nafi for a girl, simple, simple names, but great meaning, become an asset to humanity and society. 
Mufti Sahib, is jihad not commanded on us in the current age? Is it only to be resumed in the time of the Mahdi? Remember that. Let me give you an example for you to understand. Jihad is a holding company. It's right on top. And then it has many subsidiaries, right? So now when you are running a many multi-portfolio business and so forth, so you have this company, that company, but you have the holding company. So what we're doing now currently is jihad. We're teaching the ummah, thousands of them. They don't know whether they're coming or going. So you must remember that, the ummah. So remember, so we educate them via the Q&A and program, tafsir, hadith, fiqh, all these type of things there. So all that is jihad. You go out in Dawud and Tabligh and so forth for your self-reformation to bring about awareness and so forth in different places. So that is jihad. That you do welfare work. And remember, you're not pocketing the money. You're not using the public money for your own means and so forth. So remember, that is jihad. You stay away from vices and sins is jihad. You, the men, go read five daily salat in the masjid. So that is jihad. You, the women, you go for hajj, for umrah, jihad. Nabi told the women you'll get double reward when you go for Hajj and Umrah and so forth. One is for the Hajj, Umrah, whatever it is. Second one, that you get reward for Hajj and for Jihad. But there's no fighting there. There's no combat there and so forth. Go open Mishka, Sharif, Mustafa, Ahmad, his famous Ahadis, all that. So all this, so the Ummah today, because of these enemies, they have now made a very very, very, you understand uh, that, like a narrow meaning and connotation of jihad. It means fighting and so forth. So they don't want we must fight. Therefore we support Hamas 100%. We say one settler, one jutler, one bullet will settle the issue. So you must remember that when this ummah learns jihad, then Allah will make us the masters of this world. And when we left jihad, Allah will place upon you the and humiliation and remember that wala ankum Allah will not remove the disgrace hatta tarju ila dinikum till you return to your deen of Islam authentic hadith in Abu Dawood so that is what we are lacking today and we all indebted to Hamas and our Mujahideen our Taliban and all these people who are taking on the enemies and the enemies are so worried how long will this go on and mashallah every day they sending one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six jutla straight to hell, injuring them and so forth. So remember it's very sad what is going on there. No food, no medication, no water and the hospitals are attacked and so forth. And these whiteies, the United Nations, United States, United Kingdom, whole lot haramis. So remember I sent out the clip, a message today. They say Saddam Hussein, two resolutions of United Nations were passed again him and he didn't observe it they executed him this harami Benjamin Netanyahu the war criminal the butcher of Gaza 77 resolutions passed against Israel why no action taken against the whiteies or the Jews and the haramis is that why so this white hegemony must fall and must get totally demolished you must remember and it was it will get demolished through jihad the world has turned now in favor of Palestine. Just go and see London and New 
York and in Spain and Ireland and thousands, millions of people, if you put all the numbers together, free, free Palestine from the river to the sea. And they shouting one way. You must remember this. And the Jutlas know the pressure is on them. I just read for you now that the economy shrinked by almost 20% in the last quarter of 2023. What does that tell you of the Jutla? Their credit rating also went down and so forth. So Allah is punishing them right till the day of justice. And they can never escape that. That is Quran. That is Kalamullah Ta'ala. They can go to the White House, they can go to the Red Square, or they can go die in the Dead Sea. So they will always be punished till the day of Qiyamah. The worst, worst punishment in this world. So that is enshrined explicitly, clearly, for the Jutlas, Haramis in this world. And hereafter will be the worst, worst punishment for them. This mother says that uh, when I feed my baby, I fall asleep. I have to still make my ibadah. Is there any remedy for my spiritual sickness? <laughs> so, mashallah, a woman normally breastfeeds a baby, or you must remember she reads something and the baby falls asleep. So, yeah, the mother also is falling asleep. A lot of sakina coming on you, Omar. So, you must remember, read Surah Fatiha, read Aital Kursi, go and make wudu and so forth before you feed and all that. So, inshallah, and read the Asma'ullah al-Husna, Inshallah, you will stay wide awake and then the baby sleep. You read Isha and you read your Salat on time and then you also sleep. So not that you sleep and so forth and then the baby can fall down. There's big problems then or you must your Salat totally remember. Remember, breastfeeding does not break hudu. You sisters, you got me. So remember, breastfeeding does not break hudu. So yesterday one husband, you must remember, he said he drank his wife's He's asking, is the nikah valid or not valid? I said, no, nikah is valid, but you, you stole your baby's share. You must remember that. Upstairs is for the baby, downstairs is for you. Bye. So be very careful. This person wants to know, which are the authentic du'as to read uh, when one intends to fast and also when breaking fast? Remember when we're going to insert the date in our mouth and so forth, these ahadis are in Abu Dawood. Inshallah, tomorrow I'll record it and it'll play during the day and night. So we're inserting the date in our mouth and we got the date in one hand and then the water, zamzam or normal water, Allahumma laka sumtu Oh Allah, for your love I kept this fast Wa ala rizqika aftartu And on your rizq I'm making the iftar now So then we had the dates, the water, samosas, bajaj, yogurt, whatever, milk and whatever And now after the fast is broken, before the Maghrib Salat And now we are smiling and so forth Hadith in Abu Dawood Zahaba dhwama'u The thirst is gone the veins have become moistened and the reward is already established Allah willing will receive the optimum maximum reward so these are two authentic ahadis before iftar after iftar after the witr salat not only in Ramadan now also today you're going to read witr salat so remember now or before sleeping or early part of the morning 3-4 o'clock 
So you read the witr and after the witr salat, hadith in Sunan Nasai, then you read thrice. Subah, a witr salat is finished. You made salam. Subhan al-Malik al-Quddus. Subhan al-Malik al-Quddus. Third time. Subhan al-Malik al-Quddus. And then you prolong it and so forth. So the hadith, remember, is mentioned there in Sunan Nasai. Say, read time, suhoor time, the best dua to make, Quran mentions it two places. Istighfar from the time I became mature till now. All the sins, vices I committed. I remember them, I forgot them. So, Ya Allah, I beg you. I appeal to you, forgive me, O beloved Allah. Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli dhammin wa atubu ilayhi. I make tawbah. Ya Allah, do not let me relapse. Do not let me go back to that evil, devilish lifestyle. So, tawbah is for the future. Istighfar is for the past. So, that is the best and now you want to keep fast for tomorrow for example or Wednesday Thursday so qada fast make your intention now and say English whatever language ya Allah I make intention of qada fast my last fast every time say last last like that and if you are making ada that not qada then you just say ya Allah I am keeping shaban fast so that's fine no problem with that so that will be sufficient for you Mufti Sahib, this person says, can Mufti Sahib please explain Ayah 106 of Surah Baqarah regarding abrogation or Ayah 106, Mufti Sahib, ma nansaq min ayatin o nunsiha until the end, Mufti Sahib. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala's knowledge is all-embracing, all-encompassing. So why does Almighty Allah allow nasakh and abrogation, cancelling to take place? It's not like a doctor or a government. The doctor will tell you take three tablets. Then he'll tell you take two tablets. Then he'll tell you take one tablet. Sometimes they increase the dosage. Sometimes they decrease it because it's based on jahalat. They don't know. So you must remember sometimes they take chances also. You know, like covered the plane pandemic, all that. And you must see the government. So now they make the speed limit 100. Then they say, hey, 100 is too little, but they increase it to 120. When it's 120, then too many accidents. Then they bring it back to 110, 100. So all that is based, you must remember, on ignorance. But Allah, there's nothing of that. Allah's knowledge, all-embracing, all-encompassing. Man min ayatin When Allah Ta'ala brings a new law, then it's better than the previous one. Mustafa Habibuna, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came to Madinah Munawara, Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, faced Majjudul Aqsa for 16 and a half months in this month of Shaban the ayat was revealed فَوَلِّ وَجْحَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَجْدِ الْحَرَامِ so Nasakh took place now you can't read Salat facing Majjudul Aqsa, so now you face your countenance Mubarak yet your Wajh Anwar and your Mubarak countenance and face towards an anatomy towards the Baytullah so Allah gave you something better 
So that is what is meant by nasakh and so forth. And remember that first the law for the woman was the husband passed away, mata'an ilal hawli ghayra ikhraj. One year was the iddat for the lady. Then Allah Ta'ala made takhfif and discount and said arba ta'ashurin wa ashra, 130 days. So always it will be easier or it will be better. So that is what is not based on ignorance, Allah forbid. It's based on wisdom and the wisdom all Mighty Allah knows. Me and you, sometime we will understand it. Sometime with our puny little brains, we will not understand it. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies solely and only for the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You'll be listening to the Isha Azan on the airwaves of Marqa Sahaba Online, Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. We'll continue in a few minutes.